right, it's Monday on Daily Delivery. Patrick Royce with me. I'm Michael Rand. Patrick, we got to talk about the Twins sweeping to start the season and looking pretty good uh, doing it in a lot of different ways. Uh, maybe one of the better, one of the best women's basketball Final Fours I can remember. Caitlin Clark, my goodness, um, everything that's been said about her and you introducing her to the masses here a little over a year ago. Uh, we got to talk about that. Nobody um, in the Twin Cities had ever heard of her until I went down there. You did it. You did it. <laughs> Uh, maybe a little well, wild. Maybe a little I wild. Agi- I can really agitate people when I tell them that too. I That's love when you do that. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll talk a little wild and maybe sneak in a mention of our undefeated loons at the end. But Patrick, Timberwolves, um, by some measures, suffered not only the worst loss in franchise history, but worst loss in. You know, in some in some regards, in NBA history, I saw um, worldwide worldwide Wob Rob Perez tweeting that uh, the the Wolves were nineteen and a half point favorites. Um, the worst defeat by a team that was favored by that much since at least nineteen ninety five. I mean, can I love it. Let's, like okay. what? They're like just. They're unbelievable. I was there Friday night. They played this great first half. They really looked good. Connolly was good. I mean, okay, Cat was active. Rudy was really active. Uh, and they were up 65-55 against the Laker team. Anthony Davis was playing, and, uh, you know, it was a great team. They came out in the second half, and they were just a bunch of stumble bums. The Lakers started to turn up the defensive pressure. But I didn't even look at I didn't even look at yesterday's game. No. The idea that they might lose never occurred to me. I no. looked at halftime and they were up six. They down early. And they were up six. Did you look at the box score of the oh. trial of the Portland Trailblazers? I've never heard of no. anybody. Not a never. not a soul. Not a soul. Everybody talks about Lillard not playing, but this Anthony Simons, who's their next star, right? The kid. Yeah. He hasn't played for weeks. Right. They just packed it in. They're trying to, you know, get the best draft choice they could. It is hard to lose to a team on your home court that wants to lose. I mean, the, yes. the team you're playing wants to lose. Portland just basically announced a month ago they're packing it in. And how could it be? How is it possible? Cat had three shots. Anthony Edwards had 30. Yes. What is going on? What I don't what, know. I mean, it looked like I thought for a half the other night, it looked like it's gonna work. Go bear towns, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, now they're right back to the same old dissension ridden wolves. And uh, you know, if they stumble into the tenth spot in the uh in the plan tournament, uh they'll, you know, they'll they'll we a week ago you were saying you know they could uh, they they could win only have to play one play in game and then right. they have a maybe they could win a series and now yes. you're thinking end the season don't make <laughs> us even talk about these idiots again they're just unbelievable this franchise is just unbelievable the way they can screw up a one car parade it's unbelievable there what like I how do you I, yeah how do you go from you know Winning four in a row, including you know a bunch of a bunch of them against playoff teams. Like they go on the road a week ago, they beat 
Gold, they win at Golden State. They win at Sacramento the next night of the back-to-back. And no towns in that Sacramento game, by the way. Very interesting. And they've lost yeah. three in a row since then. So, and two, you know, the loss at Phoenix is fine. That's that's understandable. Yeah. The, the loss here against the Lakers was disappointing. But, you know, the Lakers are going to pour it on at the end of the year with the, with the talent they have. But to lose to the Blazers, that was the one that everybody well, just said, yeah. that, was autom- that was an automatic win. How do you do yeah. that? This is the time of year when, when you win, you know, these teams show up, they play for, you know, 10 minutes and then you, then you just beat them as bad as you want to. And everybody goes home happy. I, right. I don't know what the, uh, what, what, what how, it, how it possibly had. Now you night, it ended up at it, uh, the sports spread I saw is 17. So people kept betting it up to 19 and a half. Huh? I guess Everybody that's what, that's what it said. Now it's just one tweet I saw. I didn't see the other lines, but I, I believe it. They, I mean, they were way favored. So uh, unbelievable. Oh God, and, yeah. I don't know what to say. I mean, the, the fans have showed up all year, support this team. And it's funny. I was, I was kind of like having to write something, trying to get something together. Uh, before the you know before the game because of our deadline problems, I I didn't end up writing it, but I was kind of writing about what an entertaining season this has been for the Wolves. <laughs> you know that it's, I mean because it, it's been unpredictable, and it's been you know there's been disappointing losses, but it's I mean they've they've given us an incredible number of unexpected wins. They've had dynamic nights. They've right. It looks like they had a couple of adults in the room now with Connolly. I mean, right. But Rudy's an idiot. Maybe, you know, let's go back and blame Rudy here for having this tantrum after the Phoenix game. And yeah. so now, now all of a sudden you end up, you know, uh, focused on how the officials are, are, are beating you instead of you beating yourselves. And I don't know. They, they're the Timberwolves. They're, 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 uh, they they can they just mess it. You know, I my motto for them is uh, even when they do the right thing, it's yes. wrong. And uh, but this this is different though. I mean, this is uh, okay. They they're missing Naj, who's really an important player. They don't right. lose that game if Naj Reed is around. He no, you he won't let them. But uh, you had I, your per, you had your preferred starting five though. You had you had your five. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Why doesn't Finch call timeout and say, throw the ball to Cat? And no, no, no. stop taking a shot every time you're down a court. 25 but, minutes, know. 25 minutes, three shots. I know he was in foul trouble. He had five fouls, but my goodness. Like, and he yeah. leaves without talking after the game. Like, something's going on here. Something, Something's going on here because he was mad after the Lakers game, too. Yeah. Well, he had a, uh, he came back with a pretty good attitude, but, uh, <laughs> Now that's gone. That's gone. And uh, they're going to go limp to the finish and they're going to get ridiculed. And, you know, as I was, I was saying uh, yesterday, well, maybe we'll get lucky, lucky in a lottery. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. we're, not, we're not in it. So, uh, oh, I don't know. It's going to be, uh, you know, I saw Aaron and his buddy walking around there. What do you think of your team, fellas? Unbelievable. Tim Connolly should have poked his head out when they were two games over 500 and done some media to earn some goodwill at some point. Because it's uh, whatever, like you said, it it did seem like I was even saying this a week ago, and you know, and it's it's that's the nature of this team. Like once you start thinking they've got it figured out, they they pull the rug out, and then once you 
stop believing them. They win a couple games, but I was thinking, ah, oh, man, they they finally seem like they're at least playing a mature brand of basketball. Where you know, at the end of games, you know, like you said, Conley especially helps them with that. But uh, it it's it's just <laughs> I just don't know what to say about this team. It's just like it it and and where does it go from here? I mean, you gotta. I mean, forget this season. I think. I mean, maybe they're gonna. Maybe they'll do something in the play, and who knows? Because that's the nature of them. But no. they got bigger they problems. Might than, they got, they yes. might not make it. They Although might not make it. Although they, what if they lose the last three? They could still lose the they last. Could sure, they could lose the last three and miss it. Yes, yes, they could because if we were counting the uh, Portland game as an automatic win, you cannot count the Spurs game as an automatic win anymore. Oh, God, no. You know, Popovich might beat him just for fun, right? So, <laughs> right, right, you know, because right. you know, it doesn't affect their playoff spot or anything. I, San Antonio's better than a team that was here last night, for God's sakes. There, yes, right. Yes, yeah, uh, the starting five. I, I had heard of Matisse Thibel, but uh, the rest of the starting five was Eubanks, Watford, Mays, and Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any of them. That isn't Travis Mays who played for Texas twenty years ago. Is it it, it is not. Heard of that guy. Okay. It is not. No, okay. but I don't know. Yeah, you know, just there are clowns, and there's nothing. You know that, uh, that it, there's there's nothing's going to change. There's never going to change. Never going to change. They're you know they're they're going to be brutal as I don't. Know. If I live to be ninety, they're still going to stink. If they're still here, they're still going to stink. They're just. You know, when push comes to shove, they're just a failed franchise. So, so who's going to take the fall for this at the end of the year? Maybe we can talk about that because I think I know I know Tim Connolly likes Chris Finch, but I don't think this has been a great year for Chris Finch in any stretch of the imagination. I think he had a four year contract and they want to pay him off for three years. They gave him four years, didn't they? Right before the season, he's, he's got a four year at the end of last year. He's got a four year contract. So maybe so, not Finch. So who's going to take the fall? Someone's got to take the fall for Abby this. Connelly, we still owe him uh, $32 million. Right. So uh, I, I don't know who takes the fall. I think they probably try to trade Cat, don't you? But yes. here's what they got. They got to go to Cat and say, Cat, if you want to be traded, don't say so publicly. And right. that'll, he said, if you say so publicly that you want to be traded, we're not going to trade you. Right. If you If you keep your mouth shut, and you want to be traded, we'll try to trade you. Something like that. But uh yeah, that, I, I, brutal. That brutal. only worked that only works out if you can trade him, because if you try to work it out behind the scenes and it doesn't work, then you got the Jimmy Butler nuclear option. And then, yeah, then yeah. it all goes. Yeah, but if he comes in and starts screaming at everybody about how they're gutless, everybody laugh at him. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. That's Butler, true. Lee Butler has a little uh, stock when he comes in and starts screaming at you. So it it's yeah. I mean, Mike, this is disaster, absolute disaster. How do you lose to Portland? Those Sunday afternoon games always draw well. I suppose they almost had a full house there yesterday too, right? Well, they had yeah the the Lakers game. They had a huge crowd too. Like they yeah they they had to open up the they they got rid of the curtain for the Lakers game. They had nineteen thousand. So yeah, they. I mean, everybody was fired up for that game, and it was a it was a hell first half. Then they, and I don't know what happened. Then they had to leave into a snowstorm too, right? That was the night they had the snowstorm. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Take a playcation to Mystic Lake. With 24-7 gaming, the good times never have to end. And you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars. Or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms. Those that play together, stay together. And don't forget to join Club M so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. Well, let's let's move on to the Twins, Patrick. About much better, happier much better. news. I mean, three and zero. I again, I get the Royals. They don't look like they're going to be any good at all. But I one one thing no. that. Yeah, One let me thing bring that... it up though. The Royals had the best spring training of anybody. They came into the. I mean, I know it doesn't mean much. Yeah. But they came in and say, "Oh, we're young. We're we're right. enthused. We're blah blah blah." And then they get shut out two days in a row. Yesterday, they finally score a run, and uh, Joey Gallo Joey hits Gallo. two home runs, including a bomb. The second yes. one. The second one, yeah. So, uh, congratulations to the Royals. They hit his bat three times, which is not easy. And uh, and then uh, you know they uh, I mean they they looked good in the field and they pitched like crazy. They didn't hit the first two days, and uh, I think they must have left the base and loaded eight nine eight seven eight times during the series. Yeah, but yesterday they got some clutch hits. I tell you who the game a big lift the, this weekend was Trevor Lawrence. Yes, uh, you know he hit fourth for him, which looked like a kind of a giddy place to bat him, but they were so hard up for hitters that they batted him fourth, and he must have had six, six hits, didn't he? That's he had a lot. Like he had, yeah, he had a couple but, in the opener. And I think he had three yesterday. So, uh, you know, he got a bunch of hits. So uh, that was, that came in. You know, he did, we really liked him when he first came up. He had a yes. nice, nice swing and everything, but then he struck out half the time. And uh, and he was he wouldn't have made the team if I don't know. Well, he might have made the team, but it wasn't a hundred percent. He would have made the team if everyone was healthy. He might have had to go back to St. Paul. So now he's hitting fourth, and uh, you know they uh, they certainly had to had to feel good because uh, pitching the first two days. Uh, even think about Kansas City though. Was Sonny Gray tried to give them runs and they wouldn't score anything. Right, walking guys, and he was not sharp at all. But uh, uh, you know Lopez looked really good. On uh, in on Thursday's the game. opener, yeah, yeah, win them now, and now now they go down to Miami, and uh, you know, get to see their old pal uh, Louis Arise, and it's not like you're going to be running into a massive, fired up audience down there. They'll have about eight thousand people for each game. So, I remember uh, way back one year they they weren't supposed to be very good, and they started six and all. I can't remember. Uh, I, it was so long ago. Dave Mona was the beat man because okay. I remember him. I yeah. remember him. You know, these are these are wins you can't take. A, you know, the, these are wins that are just as important as your wins later in the year. But that team wasn't. They didn't have the potential of that one. But I'll have to look up and see what that year was that they started six and all. Well, we'll see references to it if they keep winning here. So, yeah, Larnick was five for eleven this weekend. I think he had a couple walks in there too. So he had a good yeah. weekend. You know, the thing yeah. that. The thing that struck me, Patrick, and I think you you referenced the pitching already, but I think it was it was 2019 when they brought in Nelson Cruz, right? That was that was the first yeah. year of Nelson Cruz, the the Bomba Squad year. Yeah, and I remembered thinking before the year that he was important, and then I went to the opener that year and just saw how the lineup felt with him in the lineup, and I yeah. was like, oh my gosh, like this all of a sudden it felt like 
a really dangerous lineup. I don't think they scored more than a couple of runs that day, but they still won it. Just, just, just plopping him in the middle of it made it feel different. And I kind of got that feeling watching them in this opening series with the pitching. Like we heard about the pitching. We know the rotation's a lot better, but when you see Lopez, then Gray, then Ryan, like having Lopez, and I don't think Lopez is qualifies as a true number one yet, but just moving him up to the top, moving everybody else down, having a healthy Mally, having a healthy Maeda potentially, having Ober in the wings, like you see it kind of come one after another, then you get it. You're like, wow, this is actually is a pretty good pitching staff. Well, what uh, even better than yeah? I, I mean, I'm not sure about the the, the you know the, the flowers of uh, you know Joe Ryan's got a really good arm. I Sonny Gray knows what he's doing. Well, it'll be interesting to see if Maeda's back or not because yes. he was not good in spring training. And Malley, is he going to stay healthy? You know, right? I mean, he's got a good arm, but uh, yeah, it's certainly it's certainly better. But I really like the bullpen. Ooh. I mean. Caleb Thielbar is an is story. this incredible story that we don't you can't go back and write it every week. But it's, he's now they're bringing him in and face right hander. You know they brought him in the other day to pitch an inning. I think the seventh they were all right handed hitters. There were three yeah. right handed hitters. They didn't even have to they didn't have to pick their spots. So uh, you, you know you do like the bullpen. And uh, the other thing is. Uh, the, the the Rob Buxton played uh, three days in a row, and I was shocked because he slid in on his belly on Saturday and got dirt in his face. And Rocco still played him on Sunday. I would think <laughs> that, uh, I thought he'd give him the day off for sure because he got some sand in his face, and uh, you know he was down for a little bit, a little sand in his mouth. I thought for sure Rocco would have to give him the day off, but he played. So, wow. Uh, that was uh, that was something, and I guess we should get used to the fact that he's your full time DH, and the other guy's going to play center field. Who did actually put the bat in the ball a few times, uh, Michael Taylor? But uh, yes, he, he can catch the ball out there. I watched the game with uh, Kelly on Thursday. Though. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I wrote about it for Sunday, and he went on and on about Buxton as a center fielder and how yeah. much he was watching him and uh, how 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 he the best he'd ever seen and stuff like that. So uh, it is kind of sad that he isn't playing center, but yeah, that's, that's the way you want to start. Uh, they, they look good and, you know, having Joey, Joey Gallo actually make contact is something. And uh, it's, uh, it's interesting. They're, they're, they're how they've figured out how to shift him. Huh? They uh, yeah. basically, they put the right fielder, in that in that but, long, deep second base position that they had last year, right. but Mike, Mike, these rules are fantastic. Oh, I was going to ask you, like they're under the, the shift rule. I saw, I I was going back and forth between games all week. I must have saw 10, 12 hits that weren't hits last year. Yes, you know, getting getting through the the fact that not only are they you know not letting them shift but they're making them stay on the dirt is really important yes. because because uh, at least half of those hits if they let them play deep on the grass would have been outs right right i mean even if they didn't shift it would have been outs but uh it but also this you know i got the mlb package so i was going back like it the twins were in the sixth inning and there was 
six, seven games, the Twins were going to go to, I mean, Kansas City was going to come up in the sixth inning, right? So yeah. I went and looked at a bunch of games. Uh, Two thirds of them were the one o'clock, the noon games, you know, to uh-huh. check up, see what the score. Half of them were over. Yeah. I mean, they were over already at two. I don't know what time it was, like 225, 230, yeah. something well, like that. It's amazing. Yesterday's so, yesterday's Twins game was the longest one of the weekend. That was 235. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, it was, like, two, it was like 232, 218, and 235. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And it's like, I mean, once in a while, like, you call a guy and looks at it. You know what's funny is uh, the players have been – pretty well worn because when when strikes are being called or balls are being called you don't see people raising hell and screaming and right. hollering because i suppose the clock starts again and they can do it to <laughs> do you want another you want, one if you want to complain about it so but it's it's the first thing baseball's done right since yes i don't know since when since i know they, I, it's amazing that baseball did something right it's incredible yeah, but it does. And again, <clears throat> did you miss the the constant? I mean, did it feel aside from understanding that it it you know you got to the end and it was twenty five minutes shorter? You didn't you don't you didn't take away any action. If anything, you added no. it. Like you didn't you didn't detract from the game any in any way. Like I feel like no. when the NFL tries to like shorten up games or you know do things in, the, in their college football it's like gimmicky you, you're like oh why why are they doing that like it doesn't it, it feels different sometimes but in this case well, it just NFL, feels it feels better the nfl 20 years ago shortened their games by basically eliminating 20 plays you know i mean the right. team is, you know they they just you know they kept, kept the clock running you know since, right uh, and uh college football was finally doing a little of that too but uh yeah, they. Uh, this is this is the first. This really has no no impact on the on the game whatsoever, except just making everybody do everything quicker. And it's uh, it's it's fine. And wait till we get our first arm injury, though, and somebody says, "Well, I had to work too fast" or something. Right. And right. The other thing we heard, which at the end of the World Baseball Classic, was there was these essays being written because that. Otani versus trouted bat, and then right. was an old fashioned bat that took five minutes. And she said, This, this is, I've changed my mind. The speed up rules, this is what we need. This, they should let this at bat breathe and stuff like that. They let that at bat breathe. So you're taking one at bat, and right, and I figured it out two. 2400 games or something but we're taking one at bat and saying don't go to those speed up rules because you you're going to take away these long wonderful dramatic at bats no you aren't you're going to save the game you're going to save the game by doing this it's incredible what's going on so it's fantastic yeah. and the at bat can still be dramatic like you can still be yes. a 10 pitch at bat in if it if it, if it takes two minutes, that's fine, right? It, it you don't it doesn't have to be long to be yeah. dramatic. Like there's rules in all sorts of games. You you have to shoot a free throw within ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, you have right. like you have to get a playoff in a certain amount of time in football. Like there's yeah. you don't have all the time in the world to do whatever you want. It's it's fine. You can you can yeah. compete and go fast at the same time. Well, some of these hitters got to be thinking, why was I walking around in the box for ten minutes before yeah. everything? <clears throat> you know, as my guy Kelly used to say. They should eliminate Velcro if they want to speed up the game because <laughs> right. they can't even go out of the 
they can't they don't have time to get out of the box and tighten up the arm right. anymore so it's 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 fantastic i love it and uh and uh you know and now the home team comes home thursday and i looked and it was a high of uh 34 and uh overnight low of 16 and it's yeah. gonna snow. It's going to snow on Wednesday, right? So well, uh, let's announce right now that the uh, opener's on Friday when it's supposed to be 47 and sunny. So Yeah, I, I, yeah. right now I'm looking at the forecast. It's Now I think what we're they're saying now what we're going to get is maybe more rain than anything else, but high, 30, high, high Thursday of 37. I wouldn't want to play oh. in that. <clears throat> high Friday of oh. 51. High Saturday of sixty-two. That sounds more like baseball weather yes, to me. Yes, yes. Let's 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 just announce it. And then the people from Brainerd that have tickets don't have to drive down here and freeze to death. But uh, you know, and the other thing about modern meteorology is they're right ninety percent. Yes. Unlike the old days where Bud Grayling was throwing darts at the map and stuff like that. So yeah. anyway, yeah. You were. Good start for the Twins. I'm not, I wasn't optimistic. I'm not ready to change my mind. No. But, uh, hey, I, you know, it's more fun when they win some games. You must have had fun catching up with TK. Kind of seems like his kind of seems like his kind of team, at least the way they've built it, you know, with the pitching and the defense being more emphasized right now. Yeah, yeah, he would, uh, you know, he, he, he definitely uh, is uh, uh, likes, like the Lopez guy because – he got a report from Bushy. I saw that, yeah. Bushy, Bushy called him and about just called him. And while he was there, while he was talking to him, he uh, he uh, he asked him about Lopez, and and uh, he gave him the endorsement. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it was I I always enjoy him, and uh, he's uh, he uh, you know sometimes uh, so. I knew he was a, a fan of uh, Angela, Angela Lansbury and uh, oh, you had the murder she wrote. So, yeah. so he's got this old TV, whatever it was. When I came in, I didn't know what the show it was, but it wasn't her. Okay, so yeah. So and then then I talked to his neighbor and that whole that little cul-de-sac that they live yeah. in there. They're all buddies and they golf together and they do each other stuff. I, it was all in a column, but right, but. So he got the neighborhood. So I, then I Friday morning, I called him up and I said, okay, I better confirm this murder she wrote thing. And and he, he complained about her not, you know, sticking to Cabot Cab- Cove. Cabot Cove, name. yeah. I've never watched an episode in my life. So so then I I said, uh, you know, he complained about Cabot Cove and then the lead was going to be about the neighborhood kind of. So I said, yeah. I said, okay, I know where this ends. I just have to figure out how to get there. But yep. No, that was a... about Cabot Cove. I love that ending. Good to, uh, was too good to pass up. So, uh, yeah, he's a unique individual. That is for sure. That is for sure. So I watched yeah. uh, watched quite a bit of Murder She Wrote back in the day with my grandma. She was <laughs> she was very much into oh, it. Oh yeah. So I know. I know all was... about. Uh, I know all about Cabot Cove and the. Uh, <laughs> And the strange tendency that murders tend to happen wherever she went. Yes, yes. <laughs> At a certain point, you'd think she might have been a prime suspect, but you know, I guess. I uh... watched I watched this series, uh, you know, uh, Endeavor, which is like uh-huh. nine years, and it's and it's set in Oxford, right? They're they're in the Oxford Police Department. How it's incredible how many murders they can have in an. Uh, did. Uh, 
sophisticated place like Oxford, <laughs> killing each other all over. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make any sense that Cabot Cove would have had that many murders. Oh, it doesn't. No, guess right. that's guess that's what makes it television. But uh, yeah, that, was right. a, that was a good anyway. One. Yeah, that was oh. good. Hey, good luck to the, the twins. Let's uh, let's uh, set it up to uh, you know they got some they got some issues going into this team, and uh, they see that one of their issues might be that the Wild could still be playing in June and take all the attention away. So uh, yeah, a good a good start that seemed to have seem to have a reality to it would be uh really you know i mean if buxton ends up if you if you've played six games when you get home and buxton's played all of them wouldn't that be phenomenal yes you know I mean? and if he's he's been hitting too i mean he looks good oh yeah it's good to play just up there wailing away striking out like he did last year and hitting that long home run every once in a while it looks like he's got a much better approach at the plate so anyway no. yes Let's talk. Let's talk about the women's tournament before we get to a little while at the end. That man, that uh, the game. I guess it would have been Friday. That was Friday, yeah. right? When they, the the yeah. semifinal with you, uh, yeah. Iowa beating uh, South Carolina, beating South Carolina, and then LSU gets them yesterday. But uh, man, my goodness, Caitlin Clark. I <laughs> I, yeah, I feel she, like she's she's just she's just the story of college basketball right now. Not not women's college basketball. Like I feel like this women's tournament has eclipsed the men's tournament in some ways just because of the nature of how good it's been, how good she is and, and how diminished the men's game is. right? And now. they had the, uh, they had the good teams in the field, you know, I mean, I'm, yes. I'm all on San Diego state because of Brian Dutcher, of course it's not good basketball. And tonight's game got a chance to be ugly as can be because UConn plays the hell out of defense too. And San Diego can go eight minutes without scoring and still figure out a way to beat you. But uh, yeah, uh, but the thing about the uh, the women's tournament is they got their good teams to the final four. You know, yes. UConn beat, but Virginia Tech was Virginia Tech, I think, was favored over LSU, and LSU had a tremendous athletes. But Mike, I have always said the biggest, not always said, but the last ten years I've said as women's basketball has improved, the talent wise. Their biggest problem is their officiating is horrible. It was brutal, absolutely brutal. And Clark was worn down too because she played the oh, whole yeah. game at South Carolina, and she kind of her. I mean, she made six threes in the first half, I think, but uh, she didn't have the same shot going for her. But no. she's a lot of fun. She's a she's an amazing, uh, uh, an amazing attraction for uh, women's basketball. It's an, it's incredible and. Uh, She's going to be back next year for sure. Yes. And, uh, and uh, maybe two years. She can play two more years if she wants right. to. And then they can get uh, Madden Greenway down there to replace her. So, right. Yeah. I know so, it. So uh, it, it is incredible, though. Iowa, the, the way they, uh, you know, you can say they don't have anything else to worry about down there, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, they don't have pro teams and our major league teams, but, uh, man, they follow, they follow that team. It's incredible. They had, they had half the audience at the, at the, at the final four in Dallas, they were all over the place in Dallas. So yeah, it was great. I mean, it was, it was great. It just could have been so much better if they let them play. Yeah. And, uh, that kid from uh, Watertown, man, Zanano, what a, what a, I mean, they, she got in foul trouble immediately and they had to sit her down, which is a big loss to Iowa because 
she is the recipient of all the Caitlin Clark. I mean, yes. She shoots a lot of layups after yes. passing Caitlin Clark. So uh, she had a great career, though, too. And and they were very classy in their comments after the uh, game. The Iowa, play. I, I know that Bluter wanted to go nuts, and uh, I'm sure Clark and uh, Monica did too. But on uh, the officiating, they, yeah, yeah, they didn't go there after the game anyway. So I, I guess do... I guess the fact they gave up 102, they probably yeah. Scored. Couldn't complain too much, but here's the deal: against South Carolina, they let them shoot the three, and they couldn't make it. And and and, uh, and these LSU, LSU shot 19 percent on threes during the year, and yesterday they were making them all. So yeah, um, well, and Clark, bit of a uh, more than a bit of a trash talker, and that became a little bit of a narrative yeah. yesterday too with uh, Reese from LSU. Yeah. Give, kind yeah, of giving her her own except, gesture back. I I kind of love that yeah, actually. But, I, I like that whole thing. This, uh, Reese, Reese's own gesture was a lot more over the top than Clark's was. Clark was walking down the sidelines and kind of went like this, you know. And uh, Reese Reese made a big production out of it at the free throw line, but that's okay. I mean, Clark didn't complain, so you yeah. know. I had he no didn't. problem. I had no problem with that. I kind of liked. I kind of liked it actually. It was kind of a. They did, however, get away with some stuff during the during the game that they should not have. Uh, you know, I mean, this Reese's thing was the game was over. You know, yeah. pretty much. But during the game, one of them made a basket and then held their hand down by the knee, like you're too small. Which <laughs> doing the I, Patrick Beverly too small? Which, which I talked to a, a referee and says that's automatic T, automatic huh. T. You're watching it, so oh, well. anyway, in the NCAA, so right, you know, but uh, it, but uh, yeah. Hey, by the way, did you see what that idiot got in a big row with uh, LeBron? He was taunting LeBron Beverly when <laughs> yeah. He Where is he even now? Where did Chicago? Up? Chicago. God, he's an idiot. I am so happy. You know, I hate that guy. He's a moron. And uh, everybody gave him all this credit for all he did last year and improved the defense. He's a moron, and he's and they don't guard him because he can't shoot. So he's gonna, but he doesn't know that he can't shoot. Yeah. So uh, you know he's, you know, taunting LeBron for God's sakes. What a moron! Not a good idea. No, no. But uh, hey, look out for the Lakers. They might win. Series. Anthony Davis has decided to play, and when he when he's playing, he's the best player on the court most of the time. So, uh, you know, they 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 they're going to win a series for sure. And you know, they're going to win the play in, and then they're going to win a series for sure. So, I think they they got a lot of players. I mean, you look at oh, the yeah. team; pretty dang good. They're pretty talented, and LeBron looks okay. So uh, they're gonna they're gonna win a series. But these guys, our Timberwolves, end it, please. Yeah, lose, lose the last three. Just go home, go away, come back, come back next year. Whoever you got, you're just a bunch of, you know, you're you're just, you know, it's it's just ridiculous. It's it ain't just, happening. Give it give just ridiculous. Give the April spotlight to the Wild. Let the Wild see what they can do. Let's let's not have any divided attention, any delusions about anything else. Let's just mm-hmm. let see what the Wild can do. I don't, and I don't know how far the Wild's going to go. I feel like this is a team that could just as easily lose in the first round because I feel like there might be a better 
regular season team than they are a playoff team maybe at this point because their goal, their goal differential is still not that great. But some of it just depends on what the goaltending is. I mean, that's just it. And yeah. Gustafsson's been awfully good. So and if they get Kaprizov back, maybe that that changes. Uh, he, changes. Was at the, he was at the Wolves game Friday night, Kaprizov. And right? Justin Jefferson. They were both at the game. I hope they left at halftime. They didn't get any bad uh, <laughs> you know, habits watching those the, the way they played. But uh, anyway, hey. That uh, it's uh, you know, twins good, wild good, wolves horrible, and uh, <laughs> go for hockey coming up this weekend. And loons uh, undefeated, Patrick, undefeated, were, baby. Were we? I thought we had a loss. Nope, no, no losses. A they got of, th- a couple of ties. They have three wins and two draws so far. Three and zero oh on the road. There you go. Oh, and was that a road game yesterday? Yeah, the one the other day against St. Louis was a road game. Yeah, they were three and zero oh on the road so far. So. I just can't get into it as long as we don't have Reynosa. Yeah. What is going on? I don't know. That's we don't. I mean, Heath kept saying, you know, we got to get this resolved. What? What are we resolving? Right. What are we resolving? Stop complaining if you're not going to tell us what it is. Did he, What? what's the deal? I think he's trying to get out of his contract, right? Seems like it, but he just signed a new contract. His, yeah, like, well, yeah, but then somebody came along from Europe, Europe and wanted him or something. Yeah, right? there was some transfer chatter. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then, so they suspended him. The league has suspended him. The league him suspended him. Yeah. Trying to get out of his contract, I think. I don't know. Or, how. for, for not showing, I mean, essentially for not showing up. I mean, that's the basic thing. He's not there, so they can suspend him. But yeah. 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 It's weird. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, well, congratulations to them. I don't know. I be, I've got my anti-soccer uh, vibe back on. They're just, they're, you know, they're just. Who are these guys? They change, they change players. They change five players a week. For goodness' sakes, who are? Look they? at the international any breaks, league too. that any league that has seven of its players leave to play some exhibition game against, you know, uh, Trinidad Tobago is idiotic it's let have your season have your season they're taking five weeks off in the middle of the season to play mexico what do i care how they do against la liga is that la liga i don't even know what what are you what are you going to do when they start doing the world baseball classic in july yeah they aren't going to do it don't worry okay that's uh you know everybody decided to get excited about it this year yeah, well, I, we we can go back and have those arch rivalry games with Great Britain again. <laughs> By the way, Trace Thompson, did you see that? Three home runs, eight RBIs? Yeah. He played for Great Britain because his father was from the Bahamas, Michael. <laughs> and they became independent from Britain in 1973. <laughs> Close enough. Close. You can, play, you can enough. play for Great Britain. Can you hit? Okay. Yeah, fifty uh, years ago when we became independent, but you can still play for Great Britain. It's amazing. Your dad's from uh, there. And we're supposed to say, "Oh, this is growing baseball." Yeah, I'm sure England was just really fired up for the World Baseball Classic. This has gone on too long. It got me too worked up. <laughs> All right, Patrick. Bye bye.